Shalom everyone. Welcome to our weekly Meshachach Mashir. Special welcome to our Torah anytime viewers and listeners who Bez Hashem be joining the Shir. Parashas Yisroi Tovshin Pei Dalit. We're going to learn a Meshachach that we learned last year. Last year, it's Kedai to go back and listen to the Meshachach I think the title on Torah anytime was United in Pain. United in Pain, I think. That's what it was. And... We said over, we learned this Meshachachma, and we were it based on the words of Raburn Reich, Zuzangazuntin Stark. Today I want to learn the same Meshachachma again, but I want to bring out a different Nikuda, a different twist that we could take from Rameir Simcha's words. Perak Yulches, Pasu Gimel, right in the beginning of the parsha. Veishnei Vaneha, Yisrael came with Tsipira's two children. Asher Sheimo Echad Gerishoim, the name of one of them was Gerishoim, Ki Amar, Moshabeinu had said, Ger Hoyisi Beretz Nachriyah, I was a stranger in a strange land. Veshemo Echad Eliezer, and the second one's name was Eliezer, Ki Elikei Ovi Be'ezri, because the God of my father was helped me, Vayatzileini Mecheref Parei. So says Rameir Simcha in the second piece on this passage, Ger Hoyisi Beretz Nachriyah. Misaper Mailus Moshe. The Torah is teaching us the Mailus of Moshe Rabbeinu. Echaya Kosher El Avas Amoy. How he was tied and connected. How he was bound with the love for his nation. Asher Im Kiloi Hiker Even though Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know them well. Kinis Gadol Beves Paroi. Number one, he grew up in the house of Paroi. Then he ran away from Paroi, as we'll see in a few moments. And he was the son-in-law of Yisroi, Koyen Mejan. And his nation, his people, they were sunk in cement, in mortar. So he's growing up in the palace of Paroi, runs away, eventually ends up in Mejan. He's the son-in-law of the Kayan Midian, the highest priest of Midian, also a very chash of a mishpacha. So he's living a life of royalty. And yet his nation, his people, are doing hard work, the slavery, betitu v'chaymer. So you might say to yourself, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to relate to it. Moshe Rabbeinu, what shaykhs did he have to Aklai Yisrael? Says the Pesach, no, kosher elavas amoy. He was bound by that love. Uvikolzeh, although he was so different in his surroundings, in his upbringing, in his environment. When he was in the land of Mijan, he considered himself a ger in Eretz Nachriya. V'yachoyshev es Eretz Mitzrayim. And he felt, he considered, Eretz Mitzrayim as his land. What do you mean you're a ger in Midian? Where do you belong? I'm an Egyptian. Why are you an Egyptian? What's Egyptian about you? Because my people are there. And if my people are there in Eretz Mitzrayim, that's where I'm supposed to be. And therefore, now that I'm in Midian, I'm a ger by Eretz Nachria. What do you mean? What shaykh is he after your people? You're in the house of Pari growing up. As a, from a little baby, till Vayigdal Moshe, you're an older person, child already, teenager, as we'll see in a few moments, under the age of 20 for sure, says the Ramban when he ran away from Paroi. So if that's true, 
But Shaykhis, why is that your people? Teretz is. Moshe Rabbeinu's Ava for Klai Yisrael. That Kesha that he had for Klai Yisrael was so strong that when he was in the land of Midian, he felt he's a Ger Baritz Nachria. But here comes from Er Simchus Knech. Vitzaroi Alzeh Hoyogodol. Ad kiloi hirgish bats alosoi. Velikara Ise Alshem Shaozroi Vahitziloi Mecherev Paroi. Because the question is, Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, had two sons, the Pasuk says. The first one he said, Gera Yisibaretz Nachria. The second one he called him Eliezer Keli Keovi Be'ezri, Vayatzileini Mecherev Paroi. Now, Lechaira, you would have thought, that the first child Moshe Rabbeinu had, he would have thanked Hashem for saving him from the Cher of Paroi. Paroi was about to kill him, the sword was on his neck, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu performed an ace, and he was able to escape with his life. Shouldn't that be the first thank you to Hashem? After that, if you have Hargoshes of Ger Hayisi Beretz Nachria, you'll name your second son Gershon. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu ignore the Hatzalah from the Cherev Parah, his personal Atzala, and talk about Geranechi Beretz Nachria, Gershaim first. Says Rameir Simcha, that shows you how deep his pain was for a Kla Yisrael that was in Mitzrayim and he was not with them. Uvitsari Alze Hoyogodol, the Tsar, the Kla Yisrael was in Mitzrayim, his people were in Titvachaymer, he wasn't supposed to be in Midjan. This is not my place. My place is Vaigda Moshe Vayetze Alechov to go out and see what I could do for them. I'm a Shevet Levi, I grew up in the house of Parai. I'm not in the Shebut, but <laughs> that's where I belong. I belong going helping my brothers. Vitsari Alzeho Yogodol, he's Tsar that he wasn't able to be there was so great that he himself did not, almost did not even feel the Hatzola that he had. The pain was so great that it overcame the feelings of joy that his life was saved. And therefore his first child, the emotions that came out, the feeling, the hergish was, what am I doing here? Ger hoyisi beretz I'm in a ger, Be'eretz Nochriya. Later on, when he finally came back on his way back to Mitzrayim, when did he name Eliezer? Bukhar by the bris. He only had him. A few days before he left back to Mitzrayim, by the bris, he's on his way to Mitzrayim. Then he says, okay, I'm on my way back already to my Klai Yisrael. That says Rameir Simcha. Is what? Is what Moshe Rabbeinu was was portraying with the order that he named his children. This is Kla Yisrael. Think about it. Think about it. Someone told me on Shabbos. Think about it. What other country gets attacked? And everybody runs to the country, not away from the country. How many people are running just to be there? To be there to help. To be there to be Margish Bitsarah. That's Klai Yisrael. That's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was saved himself. He wasn't in me. He wasn't in Mitzrayim. He was in Midian. No, no, I don't belong here. I belong with my people. I belong with my people. Ger Hoyisi Beretz Nachria. Meredeki aside for Amir Simcha. So let's be Marchev a little bit. The question is, why does the Torah tell this to us here? Why is it told to us here? Now the truth is. In Parshas we do learn about it, and we already know Gershom's name. We already know Gershom's name. 
In Parsha Shmois, Parak Beis, Pasuk Chav Beis, Vatele Beim, Vayikrash Ma Gershem, Ki Amar Ger Hayisi Baritz Nachria. At that point already, we see Moshe Rabbeinu named his child at that time the only child. Okay, we don't see Eliezer yet. We don't see Eliezer yet. We don't see the contrast between Vayetzilein and Mecherev Paroi. But Lamaisa, we know it already. So why does the Torah have to repeat it here? So you'll say, okay, because he wants to tell us Eliezer's name. He couldn't tell us Eliezer's name before when, when he had the bris. Like, why punt over here? So I want to share with you a beautiful shtickle I saw from Simchaz Yisrael Breide. The Chavon Rashiva I saw a few weeks ago. And he really, t- I talked about it in Shulam Parsha Shmais a little bit, and he tells you what he says here in Parsha Yisrael. And he says an unbelievable thing. He says, yes, the Torah is already teaching us this in Parsha Shemais. And he explains as follows. He says, really, if you look at the Ramban, as we mentioned before in Parag Bey's Pasuk of Gimel, when the Ramban talks about how old Moshe Rabbeinu was, the Ramban says that he was um, 12 years old. Then he says maybe he was a little older. Al Kapanu, he wasn't 20 years old. When he got back to Mitzrayim, he was 80 years old. When was he? Ma- when did he get married to Tzipira? Closer to the 20 or closer to the 80? So the Ramban says it's more mistaber that it was later on. He only had one child when it was time to ready go back to Mitzrayim. He had his second child, like right as he was leaving on the way back to Mitzrayim. So the Ramban says probably he only came to Midian's house closer to the age of 80. Which means to say, says the Ramban, and the way, and the way, Reb Simcha Zizel explains it, that Moshe Rabbeinu wandered around from the age of 20 until close to the age of 80. He wandered around, we don't know where, we have no idea what happened in those 60 years. The Torah gives us very few psukim, only starting from Midjah. We don't know what happened. But says Reb Simcha Zizel, the Moshe Rabbeinu finally, let's say, the Moshal, 78 years old. So he could have Gershom and he could have Eliezer right before he leaves. 77, 78 years old, he finally comes to Midian and he's able to settle down. He's able to get married. He has a child. You would have thought at that point, Moshe Rabbeinu, who's been running around for all these years, finally settled down. At this point, He's going to say to himself, Oh, I'm not a ger anymore. I'm not a stranger. Baruch Hashem, I wandered for 50, 60 years. I was a ger. I finally settled down. Says Reb Simchazizu, that's why the Pesach tells us in Barashish Mois that when he named his child Gershaim, even though now, he didn't think, okay, I finally settled. He's still feeling that I'm a stranger. Why? Because I don't belong here. Because my people are over there. Like Rameir Simcha is saying, that Tsar that he had, and now when you hear it in the in the context of Reb Simcha Zizel, to say that Moshe Rabbeinu's Tsar was so great, Afilu that he didn't even was in Margish, his own Hatzala. We're not talking about a year later. We're not talking about two years later. We're talking about 60 years later. He's still feeling that. 
And that's why in Parsha Shmois, the Torah is telling us that Moshe Rabbeinu at that point already understood And that's why the Torah tells it to us to realize that Moshe Rabbeinu at that point after everything was still being margish. I don't belong. This is not where I belong. I look settled, but I don't really belong here. V'hinei continues Reb Simchazisel. So now let's move on. Now we're talking about after Yitzhiyas Mitzayim. Now we're talking about after Kriyas Yamsuf. He comes and he meets Yisroi. After all the plois, after Oysus HaMaifsin, the man, the be'er, v'chalat ha'iv. Shem g'doylem pikama v'kama she'atzalosem ich'erev paroi v'azikaren g'ger ha'ya. And there Moshe Rabbeinu already experienced and Klai so experienced such nisim. The l'chayra, the hatzala from paroi, the feeling of being a ger, that's way in the past. Look, look at what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us. You could have thought that those feelings, number one, and number two, the Hatzol of Pari of Eliezer, he can't take it away that Moshe and Rabbeinu was Mishabeach HaKadosh Baruch Hu So you might have thought by the time you get to Parshas Yisroi, after all of those Nisim, all of that already lost the chashivus be'enov. V'nechshivu pu'utim be'enov. A small kleinakaitin. Al-zeba'a kosov lo'imer gadlusu shal Moshe. And this is coming to tell us the gadlus of Moshe. Shekol yemei chayov that his entire life. Bitu lo'i hashemois. Those names that he gave, he was expressing them his entire life. Gershom of Eliezer. The same feeling, the same oimek, the same move on, the same mashmois that he had when he gave the names, the tsar that he felt when he said, the shevach that he said to HaKadosh Baruch when he named the son Eliezer Vayatzileini Mecher of Paroi, had not diminished a bit. And the fact that there were bigger nisim afterwards doesn't erase the other nisim, doesn't make him forget the tsar that he felt of not being with the Kla Yisrael. Those have to stay kayam, even though he experienced even greater nisim. He was still thanking Hashem. He was still saying, I felt at that time that I'm a ger beretz nachriya, my ava for Kla Yisrael. I thank you, Rebbeinu Shalolam, v'yatzileini mecherav paroi. V'gamata b'seich hamoyin rivevois ha-toivas v'aniflois. Amongst the multitude of tens of thousands and toivas, and niflois loy ovad zichram shal chasadim rishonim. He didn't lose the zikaron of that chesed. V'loy nedra v'nishka chatoida, and he wasn't lacking or forgetting the thank you, the akara and the shevach in the names of Gershon Valiazer. Myridikashtikol in Parsha Shmois he talks about this as well. Why Moshe Rabbeinu? We said this in a shir. That my Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to. Ramban says that he had a he was kvape, he had a stutter, a lisp, whatever however you want to say it. Um, and Hashem didn't take it away from him because he didn't daven. Why didn't he daven? Ramban says because it was a nace that occurred to him that Hashem saved his life because Pari's servants wanted to kill him, and he was about to touch the uh, jewels and he touched the 
glowing coals and that showed he was just going for the glowing things and the Malach had pushed his hand there and he touched his mouth. So he never wanted to lose that hergish. He never wanted to forget it. That's where he shelled through this piece. This was Moshe Rabbeinu. No matter what, he didn't want to lose the hergish of Kigera Yisi, what I felt then. I don't want to lose that. And the Hida, I don't want to lose that. No matter what happens, I'm still feeling it. And that's why here in Parshas Yisroi, it's repeated again, says Rav Simcha It's repeated again to say that after everything that Kla Yisrael has gone through, but Moish Rabbeinu in his Hakara, of Avas Yisrael, of his connection to the Rabbi Nisham, of Shvach Vahida to the Rabbi Nisham, the fact that he's gone through bigger Nisim doesn't erase the Chasodim and the Nisyayinus that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for him in the past. So therefore the Torah says it again over here, that even now, Sheim Echad, Ger I'm feeling it now the same way I felt it. In Midian when I named him, the same Hoido that I had then, I have now. And I was reminded of a Meredek Eshtikl from Rabbi Zalman Meltzer, Zechreinu Lebracha, in the Akdama to Evan Ezel Vav, which is Avoida Beis. And he says a Nifladika thing. He says, I have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu who helped me until now. And when I came to thank, coming to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I was this error in the words of Dov and Amalekh and Tehillim that we say every day, Mizmar Shir Chanukas Habayis Ledovid. And this was the Chere Dov and Amalekh saying, Shira in the future, and the Binyan Beis Hamikdash. And Lechari says, David HaMelech should have given thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the schus that he had to take part in the binyan of the Beis HaMikdash. And yet, the whole Mizmar we see is talking about davening about a chayla and, 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 and HaKadosh Baruch Hu curing him from his sickness. And he says, Matsasi, that the Malbim talks about this. And he says that the Malbim is not Pshutay Shal Mikra, he says. So he says as follows. He says a Maradika thing. David Amelech is teaching us how a person has to act. He says, The normal way of the world is. If a person, Rahman al has Sar in his Parnasa, and then he becomes sick, Rahman al So there's a new Tzara. A new Tzara, you forget about the old Tzara. He's not more worried about his parnasa, now he's worried about his health. So he davens HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they shave Shalema. And now when he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers him, and he's Nisrape, so now he davens that his parnasa should not be uh, so hard anymore. So let's say now HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps him, the Baruch Hashem, he's now a wealthy person, and he's a comfortable person. When a person calls out, calls out b'meitzar from being constricted, Hashem answers He gets rich. He builds a big house, so he's going to make a Chanukah habayis, and he's going to come to thank Hashem for his riches. And now Kadosh Baruch Hu helped him build this beautiful house. At that point, he already forgot that he was once really poor and he had a hard time, and he already forgot that he was sick. And he was Nisrape. He's dealing with today. We moved on. Sick, he got better, he thanked Hashem for that. He was poor, now he has money, he thanked Hashem for that. Now he became rich, so he's moving on to that. 
That is what he thanks Hashem for, for the immediate, what he's holding by now. With an ayin and an aleph, with his riches and his being fortunate. And David HaMelech says that's a big mistake. The same when a person is rich and a person is fortunate. Don't forget those days when he was poor and he was in Bimitsuka. And don't forget that he was once sick and he got healed. And even if Bishaitai, he thanked HaKadosh Baruch Hu for taking him out of that sorrow. He wasn't, no, wasn't any longer a poverty-stricken person. He, now he was at least comfortable. He was no longer sick. Baruch Hashem had a refuah. He thanked Hashem each stage of the way. But just because he thanked Hashem each stage of the way doesn't mean he's done. And he moves on to the next stage. Every step of the way, as the Yeshua gets bigger and bigger, you got to keep thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for every step when he's making this beautiful Hanukkah Zabayis and this beautiful home. He doesn't just thank Hashem that he became so fabulously rich and able to build a home. He should have thanked Hashem that I was once mamish poverty stricken and at that time he took care of me and I was sick and he took care of me then and now he took care of me again. Then you could get to today's Simcha. And that's what Dov and HaMelech was saying. Yes, I'm singing a Shira on the Binyan Beis Hamikdash. So why am I talking about being sick? Because now that I'm building the Beis Hamikdash, I'm not just giving Haidah on this. I'm giving Haidah on all the Tzoros I had in my life. I'm remembering it all. You were pitach saki, you took off my sackcloth, vatazreini simcha, you girded me with simcha lemain yizamercha, chavid v'loyidoim, Hashem alikai lo'oyla maideka. I'm going to thank you for this forever. For what? Pitach saki, when I was sick and I was in Avelos, and things were b'mitzuka. I'm thanking you now for them again. Lo'oyla maideka, I'm going to constantly thank you for them. That's how a person's has to be has to continuously be compounded and compounded and compounded. And the fact that the Bainashan performs more taivas for him doesn't mean that he doesn't thank Hashem for the previous taivas. He has to have the same feeling. And that's what Ibsim Khazisil is telling us that Moshe Rabbeinu had that hergish. Kalaizo's gone through a whole Kriyas Yamsuf and Makis and Makis Bechiris and the Mun and the Be'er. And you'll say he's singing Ashiraz Yashir Moshira Azois. Moshe Rabbeinu singing a shiri will say all the little stuff he thanked Hashem for that already. We're on to other things. No, at this point, after all of that, says the Pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu still feeling Kigera Nihayisi Baritz Nachriyah. Bayatzileini Mecherev Paroi. Rabbeinu I'm not forgetting that. I'm remembering all of your taivas. They're all compounded. All of your taivas are compounded by everything I've gone through in life. Lemain Yizamercha Chavoid. And when we see with from the Meshachachma how deep Moshe Rabbeinu's emotions were, that he was saying his sar was so great 
according to Rabbi Zalman, that same feeling Moshe Rabbeinu still had. He wasn't forgetting that. He was remembering how he was at that point. And now HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought him, he had saved him from he brought him back to Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu put that all into the picture. Nothing was ever forgotten by Moshe Rabbeinu when it came to thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I think that if we put all of these together, we come out with an unbelievable lesson of how to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How to remember the toivus that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for us. To remember the tsar that we were in, Rahman al-Litzlan, and to the Yeshua's that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought for us. To remember those emotions and those feelings. In order to constantly recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To see the Yad Hashem. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu was able to see the Yad Hashem. And feel that I don't belong here because I belong with my people. But what should I do? This is where HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent me. I'm the Ger over here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent me. In those feelings of Haidah, every step of the way to continue to remember them. And in that way, David HaMelech taught us, as we say every morning, Mizmar Sheikh Hanukkah Sabayis David, we are talking about the Beis HaMikdash, I'm talking about I was once sick, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu healed me. What are you doing that for now? Because that's how you're Meshabeach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm always going to thank you over and over and over for all the tevis that you've done for me. Bez Hashem, we should be Zaychataka to also be able to sing that song of David HaMelech, the man is a mercha chavid velo yidaim, not to ever be quiet. Shemelikai, lo ilam maideka. Cult of everyone.